Welcome back to the Joy of Aquatics. My name is Joy Simons and you are listening to the Top Teaching Tips series. Now today's tip is all about when to start teaching rescues. Hmm. We teach swimming and water safety. And yes, we've got to teach our own personal safety, but we also need to teach rescues as well. And this is a question I get asked a lot by teachers. When can I start teaching them rescues where they actually have to get in the water to rescue someone? And my answer is always, well, that's going to change for each student. Now, when we've got our little guys in the water, yes, we want to teach them their personal rescue or their personal survival skills first, and then we want to teach rescues second. But one thing that we can teach consistently across the board, um, especially with our young ones, when they're really not capable of looking after themselves in the water, let, let alone anyone else, is to throw a buoyant aid and then go and tell a grown-up. So throw them something that they can float with and then go and tell a grown-up and then let the grown-up do the hard work, okay? Once they're older, they're getting to a point where they're getting into squab, they know how to handle themselves in the water really well, then we can start teaching rescues where they can enter the water. So we're going to remember we're going to start with those wade rescues. We're going to be doing unaccompanied res or sorry, accompanied rescues. <laughs> Um, first that's the rescues where they're not touching them they might wade out throw a buoyant aid and talk to them about how to use it and walk back with them they're not actually going in there and towing them first so who remembers the order of the rescues Mm, you're thinking about it aren't you remember we start with a talk rescue we go talk reach throw wade row swim tow now the row rescue is any type of watercraft and they use the word row because it rhymes it makes it easy to remember so talk reach throw we can teach those ones quite easily but then once we have to start getting into the water we've got to remind the kids that they've got to actually go back to the talk rescue first so they might get in walk out and then it becomes a talk rescue you accompany them back to the wall okay then maybe you need to throw them something so you've waded in but then you've got to throw something okay so there's multiple rescues out there there are tons of rescues there's a whole heap of different ways to tow Um, but please Look at how the student handles themselves in the water and do they have the ability to help someone else? Do they have the strength to be able to do that or are we putting them in a dangerous situation? So in the swim school, when we had the swim school, we would only teach up to um, a throw rescue and it wasn't until they advanced out of the swim school and went over into the squads that we looked at starting to do some other things. Okay, but we also only had a really tiny pool. You might have a 25 meter pool and can put in different different levels that we never had in our swim school. So you really do need to look at the kids, look at the situation, what are their skills like? What is their own personal development like? And can they handle doing a rescue like that? Because if they can't, don't teach it. 
okay? If they can't handle learning how to rescue someone where they actually put themselves in the water and into danger, don't teach it, all right? That will come later when they've got the physical skills and development to really control themselves and then assist someone else. All right, so I hope that's helped. That's your top teaching tip for today. Head on over to my Facebook page, Joy Simons, and uh, let me know how you're going with these tips. I would love to hear your feedback. Um, Send me a message. uh, Leave something on the page for me. Leave me a little video. I'd love to see what you guys do and how you guys handle this. Um, So until tomorrow or until the next session, stay safe and happy swimming. Happy swimming.